All right, Ian. All right, Dom. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast that we're doing today. What's the podcast, Dom? It's um, it's an offshoot of Famous First Times, our usual podcast, isn't it? Say the name of it. Famous Food Times. Yeah, that's right. Famous Food Times. And we're not we're not going to put it under non-explicit. Fuck it, we'll keep swearing. So and talking about gross stuff. Oh so. shit, really? Yeah. Oh, it's still edgy then. All right, so um, the concept of this. Uh, podcast is we talk about famous people having food. <laughs> it's basically, Stop saying it like that, it's it's all right. I've not said. I'm, they just said what it was. I didn't say it was shit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's a mini series anyway. We're only doing three. We're going to do it, another one of these. It's the second one. So um, so let's crack on and get out our first celebrity and see what they had for the dinner. <laughs> All right, Ian, so uh, who is our first celebrity that we're looking at in Famous Food Times episode two? It's a guy we've done before. It is Sean Ryder. Yes, Sean Ryder, I remember him. He was very popular, talking about shagging, although he didn't go on about shagging that much. No, talked about his clothes. Talked about clothes a lot. He goes on about food quite a lot. He's more into food than he is shagging, although not as much as into clothes. That's the rank for him, clothes. Food, shagging. That's his top three. But where would you put drugs in that? Drugs is number one, isn't it? Oh, of drugs, course, is yeah. drugs, clothes, food, shagging. So we've got to do another podcast called Famous Drug Times. Famous First Trips. Yeah. If you want us to do that, write in. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're never doing Famous First Clothes. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. Absolutely not, never. <laughs> What kind of diet do you think Sean Ryder had growing up? Super noodles. <laughs> Is this just you're just gonna say super noodles for everyone? <laughs> I suppose we are looking at just we're looking at grot bags, British grot bags, aren't working we? class dirt bags, yeah. yeah. But yeah, fish and chips, pie and chips, all this. That's well, yeah. That's yeah. interesting you say that one, yeah. And do you think he got better as he got older? Do you think he he branched out? He started eating fancy stuff. Uh, no. Uh, I don't think. I mean, he would have rolled with the times. He would have, like, you know, he would have been into all the fast food chains that popped up. You know, I'd definitely been a KFC man, I reckon. Have you read these stories? No. Seriously? No. Because you're mentioning a lot of things that are in the story. I reckon he was eating chips in the 70s, like every fucker else, (laughs) and then he got into into KFC and Burger King like every fucker else. And, you know, look at him. He's a big, burly guy. Burly? Burly guy? Is that that a euphemism for fat knacker? (laughs) (laughs) Any chance? Well, he's just got got a big gut, hasn't he? (laughs) He's... It's not like, it's not a fat knacker, it's just, you can tell he eats what he wants. When he wants. <laughs> what he wants, when he wants. So what would you say his favourite food of all time is? I don't think he's got a sweet tooth, I reckon it's chips. So you think he ate chips more than anything else? Yeah, definitely. Right, okay. Right, should we go for the first story then? This is from Twisting My Melon by Sean Ryder and it came out in 2011. I 
Okay, this is from when he was a little kid and he, he lived in Little Alton, growing up in Little Alton in the 60s and 70s. We used to have chips for tea almost every night while we were living here, which I didn't complain about. And I can still remember the smell of freshly baked pies being delivered at six o'clock in the morning. It was actually a good chippy and my mum and dad were a bit more forward thinking than most because they serve curry sauce, which not many places did back then, not round our way. I didn't have to help out in the chippy, but I would sometimes rob them a bag of potatoes from round the back of the greengrocers or somewhere. They didn't ask me to do it, but I just did. They had the chippy for a year, which coincided with the power cuts of the early 70s. So often, there would be a couple of times a week when they couldn't open because there was no electricity. (laughs) (laughs) They found it hard work and towards the end, my dad got a job at the post office and did both jobs. Eventually, they decided to sack off the chippy. My dad went full-time at the post office and we went back to Nana's for a few months before moving to Avon Close on Madden Woods Estate in Little Alton. It's boring. It's boring. Just loads yeah. of fucking places where you <laughs> yeah, live yeah. there, then live there, and then fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Behind our house on Madam's Wood, there was a sewage works which was so close you could often smell it while you were eating your dinner. You could even taste it sometimes. It must have been in the air. You'd be trying to eat your Sunday roast and it would taste like it had grit in it. (laughs) The only things that grew on the sewage works were tomato plants. Because the human body can't digest tomato seeds. And that put me off tomatoes for years. <laughs> that's fucking, fucking bollocks. Is that tragedy? I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. It can't be. Can it be? The human body can't digest tomato seeds. But I heard that sweet packed. corn was the only thing you couldn't. The human body couldn't digest. It's, it's bollocks. <laughs> All right, we're not having that. We're not having it, yeah. Sean. Right, I'm saying that sewers would just be packed full of tomato plants. But why? Yeah. Maybe it's true. <laughs> Who knows? If anyone knows, write in and tell us. If you know about tomatoes and, and shit. That man, he's, he's always disgusting, isn't he? You could even taste it sometimes. It must have been in the air. Eating your Sunday roast and it would taste like it had grit in it. Like solid bits. Solid just... crunchy bits of shit. Oh, man. <laughs> so mean. Yeah, that's nasty. I like um, that about the the chippy was really forward thinking because he'd serve curry sauce know, yeah. just shitty English curry sauce it's like oh very exotic <laughs> yeah ooh la la <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone else didn't do it because like just fucking foreign mock none of that fucking foreign mocking my chippy <laughs> so yeah good story that yeah chips and pies but you just missed out the grit I, I missed out him tasting <laughs> shit while he's eating the Sunday roast <laughs> Okay, this this little story is about Freaky Dancing, Happy Monday single, which Bernard Sumner from New Order produced. And it relates to a little rumour that went round about it. The B-side is The Egg, which had been on our quite early demos, including the one I think Mike Pickering first heard. 
The famous story of that recording was Bernard Sumner chucking away his Chinese takeaway and me and Bez fishing it out of the bin and eating it, which, unlike a lot of Monday's myths, is actually true. There was nothing wrong with Bernard's Chinese and we were skin and starving at the time. Dirty bastard. <laughs> he's proud of that. He's he's not ashamed of that in the slightest. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that Chinese. Why are you chucking away? <laughs> Wasteful Bernard. Like he's this high and mighty. I can eat the top off this Chinese and I'll discard the rest. <laughs> you do eat it, fucking good Chinese. <laughs> Dirty if you also pick that because the song is called The Egg. <laughs> no, no, it's actually about food. <laughs> I was thinking when I started reading it, I was like, you just pick this because one of the songs <laughs> is called Egg. <laughs> Fuck off. The song about how much they like eggs. Tenuous. Okay, this next one is about his favourite food. Yeah. It's what, what, he, what he ate the most. As we had a steady supply, we started eating the E all the time. We were getting up in the morning and having one for breakfast. Well, getting up in the afternoon and having one for breakfast. <laughs> some people would some people would just throw an E down them. Some people would have half or a quarter and share it. The thing is, if we just took a quarter, then by the time that that quarter had come on, they'd already given the rest of the pill away to someone else because it felt so good. So they... <laughs> the fucking... His brain just like overthinking. <laughs> you know, you're a fucking millionaire. Just get another fucking E. <laughs> it's that drug part of the winter and everyone's squabbling over like arbs and bits and working out yeah, who's on what. How much have you had? Find a fucking dealer at six yeah. in the morning. So he's just spent fucking ages thinking about this. Oh, I've got to get this in my book. I've got to get... People need to know. So they'd have to get another one or jib a quarter or half off someone else. Uh, yeah, so obviously, Sean Ryder, his favourite food is he's he. Pills. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, nice. Uh, got you. <laughs> <laughs> so drugs are a food, yeah? They go in your mouth. Well, if you Anything eat them. that goes in your mouth is a food. <laughs> Stop fucking with it. That's <laughs> the formula. That goes in your mouth, it's food. <laughs> that said. Uh, and this next one, you predicted it you right before, but what, what you got into, what foods you got into. Yeah. I did mention this specific takeaway establishment. <laughs> and it is... McDonald's! <laughs> What's this Bob Monkey shit you're pulling, man? <laughs> I introduce it like you do when you introduce a person. <laughs> Our next celebrity is. <laughs> Shane Meadows. <laughs> McDonald's opened and drive through in Fallowfield in 1987. The first one to open in Manchester. And I started having my tea there, often with Ian Brown from Stone Roses. We didn't arrange to meet up for tea or anything, but he would just go in there about the same time as I would, around about five o'clock. He'd get something to eat, so that was how we started talking and got to know each other over Big Mac. <laughs> I would go in there most days if I was around, and if I got up in time. It didn't shut until 11 o'clock at night, but if I hadn't got in from the night before until one o'clock in the afternoon, then sometimes 
didn't get up until 11 o'clock or <laughs> oh, midnight. He spends a lot he's of time. Just like, he's pretty boring, isn't he? Just yeah. thinking about like times and Times and amounts and numbers and, and places. Like, yeah. Like fucking... Do you know what that is? That's like the speed adult mind that I just get obsessed yeah. with like crappy, de- yeah, rubbish details, facts and stuff. <laughs> no, one, no one gives no a one shit what about, time like, Exactly. McDonald's <laughs> opened or shut or exactly when he had his tea there. <laughs> Said, yeah, I went to McDonald's and used to meet up with Ian Brown there. <laughs> but he's it's weird it. that they've just like kept having the tea at McDonald's. Uh, every day. He went every, every day. fucking day there. That's that's miserable, that. But and you you thought there was like you know part of the anti-establishment culture, and they're just like totally getting on board with the corporate. biggest corporate yeah. entity that's ever existed until true that day. But at the same time, what is it? Late eighties, mid to late eighties. McDonald's would have still been kind of fresh and new and a big, been, exciting. Yeah. So I can kind of see why they were so excited. But him and Ian Brown both going. Yeah. This is like on the rise to fame as well. I mean, they were just yeah. getting pretty big. I mean, he's saying they didn't plan it and stuff. I bet they did. I bet it was like, they would have been a bit like rivals. So they couldn't like call each other up and say, hey, uh, <laughs> you're going to come out for Big Mac. <laughs> so they just know when each other was going to be there. And go, oh, we'll get to see Sean Ryder. We'll get to see him, Brown. But they were both like, rock stars. So they couldn't admit it that they were yeah, excited about it. Secret bromance. <laughs> <laughs> So these next few stories all about when he goes to rehab, he, he's coming down off all his drugs and he's trying to clean up and he gets pretty pretty into food around this time. I was in the clinic for three weeks. Then Nathan came and got me and took me down to Nuki. The idea was that I would write the lyrics for the album down there. I was pretty fragile at that stage. There's a story that I went for a meal with Nathan And I asked him what veal was, and he said it was a baby calf, and I got all emotional, and I couldn't face eating it. But that's bollocks. I'm from Salford. I grew up eating tongue and tripe, so veal wouldn't have bothered me. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, we got through the worst of it, and I started to sleep a little and eat a little, But at first, all I wanted was cold, bland, fatty food. I would drink cold oxtail soup from a vase. (laughs) (laughs) And I would cook a tray of oven chips and then let them go cold and eat them while they were limp. Fuck. (laughs) Why? Why is he doing that? Cook the... Just eat them hot. Why did he want it cold? This is just what drugs do to you. You can't handle... Warm food. <laughs> That's that can't be true, can it? Why vase? Why not a bowl? Why not a bowl and a spoon? Even if he said it from the tin, that'd be like understandable because he's like, it's cold. I'll just drink straight out of the soup. I'm not fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I've not got no self respect at this point. But it's like, no, I'll just put it in another vessel, <laughs> but not a bowl. <laughs> not use a spoon. Just fucking. <laughs> what is that? He's in a dirt bag. Isn't he? That's him. He's fucking got. He's mental, isn't he? <laughs> That's there's no logic behind that. That's just. Ah, fucking why? This guy. It's like it's just been fried, hasn't he, by the drug, <laughs> even though he's clean off him for three weeks. 
Uh, what's going on? Fucking pot noodle in a shoe. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty high, right? You don't get angry through this book, but when someone says that he got emotional about eating veal, <laughs> yeah. fucking kicks I'm up. a fucking man, me. <laughs> I get tongue I've, I've eaten all kinds of shit. <laughs> Wouldn't be bothered about eating babies. <laughs> Baby calves. Hard as fuck. Here we go. So he's off in this next story. He's off smack, but he's on a bunch of other stuff. I was off the gear, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I was on methadone, Valium, Tamazepam's cocaine... I was seeing Dr. Nick, who I'd originally met towards the end of Black Grape. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and he was trying to help me straighten out, but it was a long process. I had also bought a blender and got into making vodka smoothies for a little bit. Put some fresh fruit in, then top it up with vodka. I also used to get horrific heartburn and didn't really know what was causing it. So I started eating phenomenal number of Zantac or Rennies and try and ease it. I had to explain to Richard that if he saw any white gunk at the side of my mouth during filming, it was Rennies, it weren't coke. I don't know what was causing the heartburn then because I don't get it now. But it seemed to me that if I took a lot of Zantac, it would get rid of it. <laughs> it's getting fucking boring, fucking stupid details again. <laughs> Fuck's sake. If I took a lot of Zantac, it would get rid of it temporarily. But then it would come back more often and it got more severe. It took quite a while. <laughs> but as I slowly reduced my intake of methadone and Valium and stopped drinking so much, it did eventually go away. <laughs> I didn't realise you were so boring. Ramble on about yeah. shit. No one's asking. I can, I can kind of imagine being trapped with him like in a corner at a party now. Yeah, it's telling you about heartburn. Yeah, because he's like, and you think like it's kind of funny and exciting at first because he like says mad shit, but then when he gets into speaking, he'll go on a big monologue about like, and uh, I'm getting out there now, <laughs> and it just lasted for ages. So I took this different. I didn't know why it was, even though I was drinking vodka smoothies <laughs> every fucking day. <laughs> Medicine, I don't know. Well, he won't listen to you when you try and tell him it's all the fucking drinking. Because he's like just tunnel vision. Oh, and white gunk in the corner of his mouth. You can imagine that just ramped in, in your face. <laughs> oh, it's just Rennies. Just had a couple of Rennies for the heartburn. Uh, that's all that is. Yeah, a smoothie is known as like a health drink, isn't it? <laughs> because it's Sean Ryder, no. Just, what can we break smoothies with? <laughs> just fucking loads of vodka. They do sound quite nice then, though. So are we fucking done with Sean now? I'm There's a bit one... sick of him, to be honest with you. He's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, he is. <laughs> Disgusting. It's kind of boring. funny how boring he is, so, so I'm, I'm okay with it so far. Right, we're on the final story now. All right. Yeah, so there's a, a documentary about the Happy Mondays and Sean in 2004. He just talks about his time eating and, and his weight during this point. At this point, the documentary was called "The Agony and the Ecstasy," 
Uh-huh. But there wasn't much ecstasy in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have many fond memories of that time. Me and Felicia weren't getting on too well and had pretty much split up by the time the documentary came out. I had also ballooned in weight. I do believe that you are what you eat and I was a pie for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I've always been up and down with my weight. I was a bit podgy as a kid from my mum's cooking and then when I left home I was either on the gear or skin so I was skinny as a rake. But by the end of the Mondays, as well as being on and off the gear, I'd been on methadone and I thought that that's what had caused me to put on weight because there's a lot of sugar in it. So you get that big pile on. Now I know it was probably the start of my thyroid problem, which wasn't diagnosed until a few years later. It's more of his boring fucking <laughs> drivel, isn't it? Like a, like he's getting fat off the sugar in methadone. How much methadone is he having? <laughs> it's like as much sugar as in like a banana or something. You get Cups, like a it? couple of mils yeah. and you do that like once or twice a day. Probably, yeah. That's not enough to get it's huge, is it? It's like it's like a glass of orange juice. He's chatting shit here. Yeah, he's just trying to find an excuse for getting fat when really... Pies. He's <laughs> eating pies and... Uh, McDonald's every day <laughs> so it's probably something to do with that so what have we learned here even as he got famous isn't that he's never eaten well I don't think he's ever lived like he's got any of the money he's got <laughs> and that all that money has just gone on drugs probably because even in early 2000s after Papi Mondays were the biggest and most successful black grapes he, he's well off and he's still eating pies. Yeah. He's still eating fucking pies. I, I probably would as well, to be fair. He'd go for tasting menus and fancy shit. And... He won't like being in them establishments, so will he? <laughs> A nice restaurant where he can't fucking shout and fight and stuff. <laughs> he's not going to be into that. So he's, he's never wanted to live... A millionaire's lifestyle. No. He, but he likes the idea of having a lot of money because you can get fucked up. <laughs> yes. That's probably... Would okay. you go for a meal with him? Um, nay. Because <laughs> he's boring. He's boring as fuck. He'd really <laughs> do my head in. I mean, it's, he's, he likes all right food, doesn't he? Yeah, he can't argue he with like pie and chips. chips and pie, but he can have that with anyone. <laughs> he won't talk to me about fucking... Dates all night. <laughs> Opening times of fast food restaurants in the 80s. This tastes a bit like when I was uh, 16, because it was this place around the corner from me. It used to open about half 12. Then it is shut for another two hours at six o'clock. They probably had their own tea then, but they, but they wouldn't have the tea from there because it were all right, but not that great. <laughs> all right, okay. Um, I'm trying to get home now. <laughs> Mrs. is expecting me. His, his drinks ideas are good though. The vodka smoothie, although he was seen as a health <laughs> health drink, as it's just a drink drink, it's pretty good. That what yeah, I do yeah. That I'd, I'd have a I'd have a vodka smoothie with him. Yeah, as long as it was just like neck it back, right? Talk about how nice it is, then get out of there. <laughs> I don't want more than fifteen minutes in his company, please. 
Have you heard the pigeon story? No. That Sean Ryder. Before the Apple Mondays were famous, and he was eating KFC, which you mentioned at ah, the start. Yeah. So yeah, you're right on that. Him and his mate were eating KFC, and pigeons were bothering him. So what he did is he got a load of bread, and he spiked all these bits of bread with rat poison, and he threw it at the pigeons. They ate it. And according to him, they were flying across the city, just dropping at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> little bombs, little pigeon bombs. It was front page news, this. It was a... No one knew that it was Sean. No, because he wasn't, well, he wasn't famous then. But he describes it here. He said, I witnessed reports in the newspaper about pigeons dropping out of the sky, dive bombing trains and splattering on Market Street. <laughs> Fucking minging descriptions. It's <laughs> pretty good, though. Oh, he says here, he doesn't have any regrets about it, but he's a very different person now. He says he's changed yeah, a lot. Yeah, fucking right you are, Sean. <laughs> well, he says, I wouldn't have hurt a fly now. If I found an insect in the house, I would actually try and remove it, put it out the back door, then kill it. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to cook for Sean Ryder, what would you cook for him? Sean Ryder is coming round to come my on, house. Come on your house. Can't avoid it. No, it's just you and him. You're having a meal together. Just me and him. Just you and him. Can it not be like a come down with me situation? Who else would you want, though? You and Teresa. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just three, Sean Ryder. You're all right. Yeah, I'd, yeah I'd I don't. I don't want any of his mates around. Bez, Bez is coming along with him. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, summer fried, deep fried summer, deep fried pork and rice. <laughs> rice? Do you think you'd like rice? Mm, I don't know. Is that too exotic? Chips, man. It's got to be chips. Deep fried pork and rice. <laughs> I give him a choice. And what would you give him to drink? Um, beer, warm, warm Carlsberg. <laughs> yeah, the shittiest, cheapest, warmest beer. Yeah, and he wouldn't blink. He wouldn't blink at that. <laughs> no, nice one, mate. And for dessert, just a lot of Rennies. Sorry, <laughs> mate. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't talk about like chocolate or cake or anything, does he? he don't talk about sweet foods at all, no. no. Yeah, he's not got a sweet tooth. Just into fatty, bland, beige food. Cold food. Maybe I'd serve everything cold for him. Because <laughs> I know that's how he likes it. Put him a cup of tea in a vase and let it go cold for an hour. <laughs> a cold vase of tea, cold chips and fried pork. Lovely. So, tune in next time for Famous Food Times. I've been Dom. I've been Ian. You can still follow us at Famous First Times on Instagram and on Facebook. And give over on Twitter and YouTube. Alright, cheers. cheers.